0: You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR Studio inside Petco Park.
1: Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. A little bit of a change of plans, I know. I promised you Will Myers, but you know what? When the owner of the ball club shows up, he takes precedence. <laughs> yeah, that's <try him. laughs> right. Managing partner Peter Sidler joining <laughs> yeah. us. Peter, great to have you. Good to see you. And uh, one thing I know is I'm not more important than Will Myers. <laughs> Well, you're making all the decisions of what's going on here. It's been an exciting year. We're going to go over sort of the State of the Union. But first of all, before you're an owner, I know you're a fan of baseball. So watching that home run last night off the bat of Hunter Renfro going 435 feet on the top of the Western Metal Supply Building,
2: pretty exciting, huh? It, w- it was almost unreal. I was just talking to, to Mike D about it because I, I was in the back of the owner's box sitting in a chair and, and watching the game on television. And the ball went off his bat. And I think I said to somebody, you got to watch this. (laughs) And it was like it took, you know, 10 minutes to come down, and then it landed on the top of the Western uh, metal building. Uh, The kid's got some power, huh? No
1: doubt about it. I I think we all expected it was going to happen at some point, but we didn't know who it was going to be, and not bad to have your rookie come up and take care of business. Not not,
0: not that fast, honestly. You know, I'm not okay. He's going to run into one before the season's out and yadda, yadda. You know, but like 11, 12 RBIs right. in, in 48 hours you're going. wait a minute. Yeah. You know. And no, he's a, he's
1: getting, taking care of business. No question about it. And, it, and it's sort of the, the cherry on top. When you look at this season and, and coming into the season, we knew there were going to be a lot of changes. And, it, and it's not easy to turn a, an ocean liner around in, in a season. But you guys have done it. I mean, we can talk about A.J. Preller and Andy, and, and they've been tremendous in this whole thing, but to see what's going on now with these young players up here, this is sort of
2: what we've been waiting for. It's exciting, and I, and I think, you know, speaking uh, from an ownership perspective, um, you know, uh, my partner Ron Fowler and I heard a lot of opinions um, and did a lot of analysis, and I think um, we made the decision. We, we have to take a half a step back if we're gonna take a couple of steps forward. And then with the objective being to be good for five or 10 years consecutively, we don't want to just like try to find magic and be good for a moment and then go back down. And I think the way to do that and uh, just about any knowledgeable sports fan in in any sport um, ultimately comes to this conclusion, you have to do it with homegrown talent.
0: And like we were talking about earlier, Peter, you talk about the kids we just brought up, you know, and, and the impact they're making and how comfortable they look. They came in prepared to be yeah. major league players. And they look yeah, like it. Yeah. They're blending right in. And that's the whole idea of, of bringing them through the ranks yeah. and getting them game ready for major league baseball. It's, it's and a, this is yeah. proof, proof it, it's a proof of It's a great
2: point. We, we talk a lot about A.J. Preller. We talk a lot about Andy Green. Um, What we don't talk a lot about is our player development professionals and names that people don't know, but people like Sam Ganey, (laughs) who runs our minor leagues, and um, Riley Westman, who runs our player development, um, uh, the the, the scouts, the coaches, um, we, um, as an organization, put a lot of care into... Uh, when a player gets to Petco Park, he's ready. He's That's not right. overwhelmed. He's not scared. He's not overly cocky. He's ready. And I think not just with Hunter Renfro, but we've seen it with um, uh, Manny Margot. I mean, you know, the, the great thing about uh, some of the young kids that are coming up for us now is um, what do you like? You like a p- pitcher that throws 95? We got a couple of those. You like big power? We obviously just <laughs> talked about that. You like amazing speed? Take a look at Manny Margot. So well, and, and you got it's guy, happening. And you got yeah. a guy
0: behind the plate that's really, really comfortable, yep. knows, you know, knows how to you know, catch a major league pitcher, frame pitches, does a great job behind the plate. You know, the intangibles, you're, just, you're seeing it, and you just kind of walk right in and blend it in. Yeah,
1: and you were talking about that preparation, and we were just commenting how not one moment have we seen one kid look like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. They all right. look like they belong. Right. You know, that's a tribute to the development system it that you're is. talking I, about. It
2: is. I think, um, you know, there was a lot of um, excitement um, a year and a half ago when Preller made a bunch of trades, but what, was, what he was doing behind the scenes that a lot of people – We're not talking about then as he was building a great staff and a a great organization at all levels of our baseball operations. And I think the fruits of that are starting to come in now. And I think the last time I was on the show here a month ago, we talked about all the teenagers that we've signed from around the world. Most of those kids are going to be two, three, four, five years away. Um, but it 's the the excitement that we have now with Margot Renfro hedges and others is not going to be unique to what people see over the next several years. We have more young players coming, probably more of them mm. um, in the next uh, one two three four years so it 's
0: getting exciting here yep. yeah and, and they 're controllable from the business side I mean you know that 's right and, and that 's good that 's a real yeah. positive and I that 's really and I think about that, and all of a sudden, then when you get that point, you got to make some tough business decisions. These young core, these sixteen-year-olds, potentially be ready about that time, and that—that's how you have, have a successful franchise.
1: So, at this point, early in the season, Peter, we were talking about June, July, August—really the crucible months of this organization in terms of the destiny being set in place. Looking back on it now, went pretty well, I would say.
2: We're happy. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're happy. The plan came together. Now. We mentioned the player development people. Now all these kids are being handed over to our uh, player development professionals, and you know it's a it's a lot of work. Not just you know training a very talented 16, 17, 18 year old to be a great baseball player, but also to develop life skills and personal skills, and you know to be a caring human in the community. Things that uh, make for a well-rounded person. Typically, a well-rounded person. Um, that stable is going to you know on the margin help make that guy a better baseball player too so we put a lot of care into the baseball side and, and also into the uh,
0: personal development side well we also you know I, I know a little thing with the sixth and seventh you know we where a lot of these young kids over here to introduce them to petco park right which i think is really really special it'll get it worked out compete a little bit Nothing wrong with that at all. Oh, not at all.
1: Yeah, Thursday. Baseball's done here regular season right now, but some more baseball coming, right? <laughs> right. So they'll be, so, they'll uh, be uh, the back the game. end
2: of next, you know, well, baseball will be back here the end of next week with all of our, tr- all of our uh, top prospects here working out, playing in exhibition games. And I think, um, you know, as we talk about the, the Renfros and the Margots and others that are coming up, um, one of the things that I've also um, received a consistent amount of feedback on is how much fun our players are to watch the, um, the style of Andy Green, the culture, you know, the aggressiveness, the fearlessness, um, going from first to third. And once in a while, you know, the you know we might get uh, slide into third base and get thrown out. I don't pick on Dickerson like that. <laughs> 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 Not singling anybody we're, we're out. We're working on his speed. <laughs> hey, you want guys to be aggressive. But, you know, Margot yeah. stealing third base yesterday when he kind of uh, fooled the third baseman and got under the tag. And. Uh, we would rather make errors of aggression than errors of being passive and I think that that's going to be that is our culture now, it's going to stay that way I think what people the the attitude and approach that people saw this year under Andy Green is what uh, we can expect to enjoy for years to come. I'm excited about that, Peter. Yeah. Real
1: quick, you've had a chance to be around some of the great broadcasters of yeah. all time. You, you spent time with Vince Scully over in the Dodger organization, of course. Now Dick Enberg having his last home broadcast. Can you share any thoughts or stories about either one of these icons? Well, um,
2: I think one thing that comes to mind as relates to both of them is, is as um, incredible as they both are as Hall of Fame announcers and broadcasters. They're both very humble people and really um, Hall of Fame people as well. Uh, Dick's a neighbor and and um, you know, in about half an hour we have a pre-game ceremony for him on the field, which I would encourage people that are watching this show now to um, also catch that. There's gonna be a, f- uh, a few surprises um, that uh, not even Dick knows about right All now. Right. It's gonna be a great <laughs> ceremony and um, Heck, I, I could um, I could listen to Dick, uh, you know, announce somebody pouring a cup of coffee. He's that special, and <laughs> we're gonna miss him. Yeah. look forward to seeing all that. It's gonna hey. be some, yeah. some surprises. It sounds like. Well, final comment on these kids that we're trying to train to be Padres. We're trying to train them, uh, and I'm and I'm not uh, just saying that because Randy's right here. But Randy. Um, in his post-baseball career has given so much back to the Padres organization and to the San Diego community, and so many of us really appreciate it. And uh, at the end of the year, it's my chance to say thank you for all that. I love doing it. And Bob, you as well. I love doing it,
1: He does an amazing job being an ambassador in the community. Nobody does it better than Randy.
2: Peter, yeah. thanks so much for thanks, joining guys. us. It's been great, great to be here all season long, thanks,
1: sharing Peter. the vision of the organization with us, and uh, keep up the great work. Yeah, right back, at All you. right, Thank yeah. you. thanks, Peter. All Appreciate right. it. Hey, more Padres Social Hour when we come back. Hey, mark your calendars. We were talking about the Padres Futures Game. Padres Futures Game at Petco Park on Friday, October 7th at 7 10 p.m. This will be your first chance to see these top prospects that we're talking about. They'll play right here at Petco Park. Free general admission tickets for the general public are available now at slash futures game. Will Myers, I promise you, this time he's coming up right here on Padres Social Hour.